Hello, and welcome back to the Spoiler Cast, the show where we talk about movies. We don't care about spoiling them. My name is Tobias, and with me, as always, is my sister and trusted co-host, Rebecca. Hello. Hello. And before we begin this episode, I just want to say thank you so much for listening. And if you're listening to this, I assume you like it. So I assume you want more episodes. And you know what? There's actually double the amount of episodes if you check us out on patreon.com slash don't make a scene. Because we record an extra episode every week. A sort of a companion piece to this episode. Yes. But enough of that. Patreon.com slash don't make a scene. Check it out. Let's get into the episode. Yes. Today, we're at, we're, we haven't been to the cinema. There's nothing interesting to watch. I'm not watching Blue Beetle. Fuck that. <laughs> um, Gran Turismo uh, isn't that interesting. Not Grand enough Turismo's to make uh, an episode about. No. Same with the uh, Haunted House or whatever. Oh, yeah, Haunted Mansion. No, yeah. so we were like, what are we going to do? So we did the unthinkable. We started scouring the streaming services. Oh, no. Um, but then I remembered, I actually saw a trailer for a Netflix movie a while ago that seemed kind of interesting, starring uh, uh, John Boyega and Jamie Foxx. Yes. So I thought, hey, that might be good. So today, we're talking about They Cloned Tyrone. Yay! It came out uh, this summer, right? I think like it July might or something. Mm, I think maybe August. Oh, okay. July, August, sometime. Oh. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's uh, they clone Tyrone. It's a it's a it's a it's a it's a conspiracy thriller comedy, I would say. Yes. With this light, even with, sci-fi-ish, I suppose. Well, yeah. Well, that is conspiracy part. Yeah. I suppose. Um, with uh, with some with some you know social commentary baked in there. Oh yes, and a lot of great music. Oh yes, uh, written and directed by Joel Taylor, also co-written by Tony Rattenmeyer. Um, on on IMDb, they they because uh, I don't want to get too much into what it's actually about, even though the the title kind of you know. <laughs> but hey, the title can be very suggestive. Who knows? So yes. on IMDb, they write, A series of eerie events thrusts an unlikely trio onto the trail of a nefarious government conspiracy in this pulpy mystery caper. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, it's funny that they call it a pulpy mystery. This, this is straight up black exploitation. Yes. Um, I don't know how familiar you are with the with the subgenre, but... Uh, Not this very, is, to be honest. No, this is... This is straight up, a, uh, you know, a black exploitation movie, or if like, you want a, a, an homage to black exploitation. Yeah, I mean, like, it's still kind of a thing. I know what it is, but I haven't seen much, to be honest. Okay, no, I haven't seen much either. I've seen some of the the classics. I've seen Shaft. I've seen Coffee. Um, I've seen. Uh, I haven't seen Trouble Man, but I want to see it. It's been uh, on my list since I was like ten years old because I love I think that trailer. I've... I've mainly seen or heard people talk about it, so like I know what it is. Okay, yeah, but I've never actually. Not knowingly watched a black black exploitation movie. Yeah. Oh, oh, right. I've seen Black Gestapo. It wasn't great, but it's a funny. It's a funny story. Okay. Or a funny, a funny plot. Um. Yeah. It's it's it was basically like a movement in the late sixties, early seventies, where where uh, black uh, uh, black filmmakers and black actors, uh, realizing that like, hey, we're not getting any jobs here because Hollywood is you know predominantly white. Why don't we just make our own movies? And they started yeah. making their own like action movies, kung fu movies, comedies, horror movies. I mean, who who can forget Blackula? <laughs> He's Dracula's soul brother, as they say in the trailer. Yeah. 
Um, and they kind of created their own little, um, yeah, uh, subgenre of movies and became, some of them became big stars. I mean, um, Fred Williamson, uh, I forget his real name, but Dolomite, <laughs> Rudy Ray Moore, Rudy Ray Moore. Um, you know, and, you know, Sha- and it, oh, oh, a lot of the uh, movies also Richard became Roundtree, like... who, who play, of course played Shaft. Yeah. And a lot of the movies are classics by now. Yeah. Like Shaft. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, this is, this is, uh, yeah, this is, this is a black exploitation movie. Yes. A modern um, version with, you know, a bit of a twist, I suppose. No, but that's also the thing. Like a lot of, um, and we're going to talk more about that in our, um, in our companion piece of this, when we're going to talk about it, a, 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 a favorite black exploitation movie of mine called Three the Hard Way, um, which is kind of a forgotten movie, even though it's like one of the, the more expensive black exploitation movies made at the time, at least. Um, okay. But we'll talk more about that then. Yes, because at the time of recording this, I have not seen it yet. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, where were we? Well, we can just do this. Uh, standard. What did you think of They Clone Tyrone? Oh, I thought it was great. Eh? Uh, I, I thought it was... Um, in, in this new... It's going to be a little... <laughs> I'm going to have a hard time picking the right words here. But in this, in this new uh, wave of black filmmakers that's, that's been going on for a while now, you know... Starting when, with uh, Jordan Peele or what? No, before that. I don't remember the name, but it started with um, um, Dear White People, I would say. Remember that oh, movie? Yeah. It was in, oh, in, yeah. It turned into like a Netflix show or something? Yeah, I think so. Um, it was this like, you know, once just like in the 70s, black filmmakers like... Uh, Start making like, hey, we're gonna make our own movies now, <clears throat> or you know, they're they're getting a voice, but more like mainstream, because like, they were getting a voice because of the yes. whole, honestly, like the the big political shift we had in 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 the early twenty tens, and since then they've been building, and and you know, some of them have become like classics, and of course Jordan Peele, uh, huge huge uh, in in that in that genre, um, and um. Even I mean, hey, even if you want to go back a little more, even though that's made it, the movie is made by a white guy. But I'm just thinking about John Boyega was in Attack the Block. It's not really a black exploitation movie, no. But it's mainly starring at least you know people of color, uh, except for you know a couple of guys. Um, and it, yeah, it's, it's, and like it's, the main... it is a, it is a story of you know, um, uh, what do you call it? Disenfranchised people. Yes. So, sort of, you know, like like the black people, the black community. Well, yeah. Um, with a sci-fi twist, which you yeah. know here is a conspiracy twist. Yeah. Um, but that was, but that was yeah. like that was twenty eleven. Yeah, I was about to say, dear white people, was twenty fourteen, I think. Twenty fourteen, yeah. And then you have, of course, uh, what was that called in like twenty seventeen? Um, um, Sorry to bother you was a big one people talked about. And of course, movies like The Last Black Man in San Francisco, if Beale Street oh, yeah. could talk. But those are more like just <sighs> regular movies uh, with you know with, made by people of people. people I can't, can't speak people of color. But then you have they're that not sub-genre. like specifically black exploitation. They just happen to be black people who made the movie, basically. Yeah, exactly. But you have movies like Sorry to Bother You, which gets very very strange uh, ah, towards the yes. end. I mean, the uh, kind of similar to this. Um, <laughs> like I said, yeah, yeah, they clone Tyrone. Um, I mean, uh, in a way, you could almost call us 
a bla- sort of a black exploitation movie. Yeah, I guess. Uh, to a certain degree, not not completely though. No, but, but to a certain degree, it 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 uh hovers in that area. Yeah. Um, and in that yeah, in that new movement, um, I I'd say this one is one of the better ones. At least I think so, because a a, a lot of them are like you know, uh, very, very preachy, very finger waggy, which I mean I get it, because of the situation uh, people of color are in. Yeah, they, that, that's what they want to. That's the stories they want to tell. Yes, this was different. I mean, it's still you know. It's still a, a, a story of, of you know, the, the situation people of color are in in America. Yes. Um, but it never tries to, like... <sighs> it's not as on-the-nose preachy. Exactly, yeah. And, it, and, and it, 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 even, it even dares to paint black people as kind of uh, uh, Part silly of the problem. And, and part of the problem, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Some of them are. <laughs> yeah. But also, kind of not 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 make them all out to be like like you know these perfect perfect uh, people or like Mary Sue yeah, characters. Yeah. They're flawed. They're they're uh, you know they're, they're actual humans. <laughs> yeah. Well, are they? Um, <laughs> or are they? <laughs> yeah. We, wanna, we, we we should keep it very vague in the beginning yes, yes, because yes, yes, yes. as I said, even though a lot of it is kind of spoiled in the trailer, um, it's a lot of fun to discover it while you're watching the movie. Yes. So I'll I'll, I'll just stick to I liked it a lot. Uh, speci- especially since I love I love conspiracy movies. Oh you know, yes, when, when they go into conspiracies, and this was a good one. We well, get um, it, well, was, you it was can, a new one, really. You know, it wasn't they, guess, they didn't pick a real conspiracy, so to speak. Yeah, you can guess along with the characters. Yeah, 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 yeah. I wish, and we'll get more into that when we speak when we talk about details. I wish um, they changed just a couple of things, and this would have been like almost the perfect movie for me. Um, <laughs> but overall, still. Great, great, great directing. Um, maybe not the most innovative directing, but still good, good direction. Uh, good cinematography. Everything looked yes. very gritty and real, and, and kind of you know felt like it was, it was shot on film, even though I don't think it was. Someone said that that it looked a lot like it was shot on film, but no, yeah. I don't, I'm not sure it was. I'm I think thinking it's, that's I think more it's of fake a grain. Yeah. yeah, it's more of a filter. Um, but then great music, a lot of soul oh, yes. music and funk music, um, and then stellar performances by our trio: John Boyega, Jamie Foxx, and uh, Tiana Harris. T- Tiana Paris. Harris. I think it's... Oh, Paris. Sorry, Paris. Tiana yeah. Paris. Yeah. So yes. uh, yeah, I fully that's, agree. That's what I think. Yeah. <laughs> I fully agree. Even though I can't really like make the connection to black exploitation movies. I still could yeah. enjoy it a lot. Like you said, oh. the f- cinematography, oh, yeah. the acting, the music, fantastic. The writing was really good. Sure, there are like one or two like plot holes that kind of like are, that kind of ruins it for me. Sure. But um it still works yeah. and it's still entertaining enough to like yeah whatever, I'll skip that. It's there it's is- obviously for the movie's sake. You couldn't yeah. really continue without it. No, that's true. And the, yeah, I don't know is... how you would like skip past that or like solve the <laughs> issue. To be honest, no, there is one huge plot hole uh, <laughs> in like the beginning of the third act where you're just like, and they even they even uh, address it in the movie. Um, uh, a character mentions it. And I was like, yeah, you're right. Why didn't you? <laughs> but I also understand why because then the movie would have been over. So. Yeah, exactly. No, no. Um, but yeah. I, 
like I, I, said, I especially liked uh it's a detail but it doesn't it doesn't really like spoil anything i really liked the fact that i couldn't actually figure out when and where this took place yeah i read somewhere i think it was in the trivia here uh it added to IMDb. the mystery of it all to the whole like sci-fi is this real life or not kind of thing yeah, I I didn't I didn't I didn't I didn't read because I was looking through the IMDb page before I'd finished the movie. But here I saw th- something about that. Though the movie is set in modern times and references a lot of events that took place in the '90s and 2000s, and even uses trap uh, in musical scenes. Uh, main characters are stylized in 70s and 80s clothes, furniture, and hair, nodding to stereotypical views of black people deliberately engineered by white people. Which oh is yeah, that's true, that's true. Yeah, sure. But I mean. And and that's I just liked the mix of it all. It looks well, yeah, sure. It was very timeless. Yes. I like that. Yeah, which adds to yeah adds to the like mystery, like but it's, it like, it's, it's also, like in the Twilight Zone. Yeah, kind of. But it also fits modern days in a way because we've recently come to the point where the nineties are popular again. Yeah. Sure. So the 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 trends are coming back. In this case, it's just multiple trends. Yeah. It worked in several ways, and I really liked that. That was a nice detail, because, you know, yeah, it made it timeless, and it made it kind of question things a little bit more. Yeah. Um, if there is a detail I, I, I want to complain about, and this is one that... Uh, <laughs> without spoiling things? Without spoiling things. But it, it, might, it, might, it, uh, it, it might come off as ignorant and, dare <laughs> I say it, racist. Oh, gosh. Um, it's not, 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 well, yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. This happens a lot in movies like this. I, I almost said like saying you people. <laughs> in these kinds of movies. Yes. White people are portrayed very stereotypically. Yes. Now, I get it. That's what we white people have done to black people for yes. decades. Um, but it's still some, and and I guess that then they just want to do it back to us, which is always <laughs> bad because it's called a pendulum for a reason. Like it's going to yes. swing back and forth and never, never Talked land in the middle. Talked about that in, in other aspects. Exactly, we want it to be in the middle. Yes, and it's always it's like, well, you you did to us for four hundred years. Now we're going to do it to you for four hundred. Never ends well. That, yeah. Anyway, back to, but it is like, I. Uh, it is a bit jarring when every when every white person in the movie is so extremely white. They're like <laughs> leather, they're like mayonnaise white. It was like it's not really Wait. how white people are. But I get for the for the for the purpose of the story, yes. But there's like there's like what four white people in in the entire movie except for like newscast people in the end. Yeah, and, and they're all. But there's a reason why they are what they are, though. <sighs> Yeah, I know, but which I mean, we will we could explain, but that's a spoiler. <laughs> I I know, but that, that's that's what I mean. There's there's no nuance to it. No, but there's there's a very good reason for it. In the I story, guess. I guess. How long in were we? Can we start spoiling? <laughs> we're fifteen minutes in. We we're we should try in. to push for five min five more minutes. If you have yes, something, yes, yes. Is there anything you want to complain about? Um. <laughs> no, perfect. Was, oh. there, no, but no. there was one thing I thought of, but I, I, I forgot it now. Um. Oh no. 
Well, I mean, there's the plot hole, but that's a spoiler. Yeah, I already said that. Yeah, plot hole. There was one more thing, but I've, I've honestly, I forgot it. Okay. It obviously wasn't that important then. No. <laughs> no. No. I don't, um, I don't yeah. have. Um, Honestly, I just have one more thing that I'm, I'm really psyched about, which I'm not psyched about, but I thought it was a fun thing, which probably made the movie a lot of fun to make. Oh, yeah? What? Because in a lot of movies, especially where white people are pro- prominent <laughs> as actors or as characters, yeah, you don't get to see a lot of black culture being portrayed properly. Like, the only one I have that I've seen like black culture in is uh oh no what is that one called it's one when queen latifah has like a hairdresser shop thing barber shop maybe maybe i don't remember the name i don't of know it. i haven't seen that movie or those movies it must have been f- so much fun especially for jamie fox to play that character as he yeah. did in in this in day Clo- clone tyrone what's his character's name uh slick uh, slick, slick charles. charles yeah slick charles he must have had the time of his life all the he's, lines... Uh, he must have ad-libbed at all of it. Sure. I mean, yeah. And he's played similar characters. He's always... He's always... Usually nowadays plays characters with, you know, uh, you know, good good, good lines. Yes. I, 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 I forget his name in uh, in Baby Driver. It's it's a similar oh, kind of character. Oh, yeah, that's but, true. But that's more, true. More, more menacing. Yeah, a little bit more, like, modern. Because Slim, uh, Slim is a little bit... He's very... Um, I want to say 70s, but I'm not sure. Yeah, very 70s, yes. Yeah, he's very stereotypically 70s pimp style thing yeah. that you've seen in movies. Which looked, it was, looked like he must have had so much fun <laughs> playing that character. Oh my god. That's that's kind of funny though, and I, we're going to have to get into spoilers now. Now that you mention it, like you say, um, that we, you know, we see a lot of like pre- predominantly black culture in the movie. What we what we perceive as black culture, I should say. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> because <laughs> and from now on, fuck it. We're almost at twenty minutes. Spoilers, yeah. spoilers, spoilers for Day Clone Tyrone from here on out. If you haven't watched the movie, turn this off. Um, Watch the movie and come back. Exactly. Thank you. Check us out on Patreon.com/slash Don't Make a Scene. Thank you. Spoilers. Yes. Um, they yeah they 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 portrayed everyone as as very stereotypically black uh, especially yes. specifically like seventies and eighties and nineties black yes but that it turns out that it's all engineered by white people so are they saying it's a bit of a contradiction or maybe I'm not woke enough to get it but aren't they then saying that white people understand black culture because they were able to pull the wool over their eyes for so long well that's the that's the the tricky part about all of this because we don't know how many in this is it's called the glen right yes the the community the area i don't know the what area, it is yeah. it, is it like a city i don't know i'm not sure but the glen we don't know how many when the movie starts of the inhabitants are actually themselves no, that's true. Or are clones? Because like of... by then they could all be clone number five or something. Yeah. No, but what I mean is, because um, so even it could we... be it could be all just they're all just clones, so they just live with the memories they've been given. Or like you said, some people are just real, and they've managed to um, copy, I guess, 
true black culture in certain cases. But that's uh, we know that that they only cloned like the uh, important uh, people in the community. Like sure, the but it's a lot of them though. No, it's they, not. No, it's not just five people. No, but they. No, it's not just five people. But I mean, it's 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 not like hundreds of them. No, maybe um, not. It's specifically uh, Fontaine, Slick Charles, Yo Yo, uh, the preacher. Um, I get those are the one ones of the hairdressers. I think they mentioned. Oh, maybe yeah. Um, but then just... sure. is Yo Yo actually a clone? Didn't they say she was a clone? Like, the, like that, and that's why those three people actually came together to figure out this mystery because they were kind of drawn to it. I think they, they mentioned, mentioned Nixon, uh, Keith Sutherland's character. He mentions that Fontaine and Slick are like replaceable, but it doesn't yeah. say anything about Yo Yo. Oh, maybe not then. I don't think so, at least. But they, they, they are inserted there to maintain the status quo. No, like that's to, true. That's yeah. True. Um. So you need a drug dealer and a pimp. To make sure, you know, yeah, and to, the to, the preacher, yeah, to, like yeah, to whoever keep comes to the, the black church. the black people down, yeah, yeah. Um, but the rest of them, I mean, you could you could argue them that yeah, they're being brainwashed though by the by the, the perm cream and the the yeah, and the, the drugs and the chicken and the, and the music. Yeah. <sighs> but then but that wouldn't change their their culture that much though. It it changes no. behavior to a certain point. And they if, would still have to be intrigued enough to. Go to church that a church that has that kind of sermon. You'd still want to go to a chicken shop. You'd still yeah. want to go to a a, a hairdresser. Well, I mean, a lot of people go to hairdressers. <laughs> Most people go to hairdressers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that one isn't no, that special. <laughs> no, but what I mean is like it. I, I it works. Um, it works. The internal logic works because, of yes. course, that's the whole point. They have these specific characters and these drugs to to control the rest of the the population. Yeah. Um. And they do this in several sev- several cities. Um, yes. Uh. It's only America, though. It's not other countries, right? As far as we know. Yeah. Um. But I and I I I kind of understand the point they're trying to make, like you know. That that you know uh, that the the black communities are kind of are, are stuck in in a in a in an evil circle uh, because of the situation they've been put in uh, because because of of racism and the you know yeah. spanning all the way back to the the, the slave era the slave times what it's seventeen hundreds sixteen hundreds something like that um not great with American history to be honest no um. But what I'm trying to say is, they're making stereotypical black culture out to be just a way to control black people, uh, made yeah. by white people. Yes. So how and, and I I think it's a bit iffy how that reflects on reality. Like, are you yes. saying that black culture in reality is just a construct, and that black people should try to break free of that stereotype? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm a little iffy on what, other than the whole, like, you know, the white man trying to keep the black man down. I get that part. Sure, but yeah, the that specifics, is obvious. The specifics of the conspiracy, uh, I have a hard, I have a little trouble with figuring it out. It feels like they kind of painted themselves into a corner. Um, uh, the way you, know, you explain it, yes, I understand what you're saying, and I, I, I can, I can see it. I see what you mean. Yeah. 
And I don't think we're the right people to try and answer that. <laughs> no, exactly, because, uh, you know... First of all, we're not American. We don't know anything about any kind of American culture, whether it be white or black. Sure. Second of all, we're white. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Very white. Um, And we're so then we're not allowed to have opinions about no, no. uh, We're allowed to have opinions. Black people or black culture, but they can have opinions about us. I'm just saying. But we we just don't actually know though, because we haven't lived. No, they haven't lived as white people. No, no, no. no, Portray white people. I'm just saying. Sure. sure, That's also you know where you know. Tit for tat, quid pro quo. Sure, I'm um, just saying. I have no, I have no clue. I have some clue. Case. I'm not saying I, I know everything, sure. but I have some clue. Um, so I'm just, uh, yeah, getting a little defensive. Sorry. <laughs> it's um, fine. Uh, regarding the white people being very white, <laughs> yes. Just want to point out that they are, um, they are clones. Well, all not all, are all of them that. Uh, everyone who works in the chicken shop, everyone who works down in the the lab, basically, everyone who we see with the uh the the Afrotype hair but white skin, yeah, they are um uh uh developed fur- further developed clones that kind of failed. Yeah, they were supposed to be the first like uh truly like uh the mixed. first step of the assimilation. Yeah, exactly. Where the, there's just the white be one, black one race. <laughs> yeah, but they but they're kind also- of the. Def- Defect, so so they just serve as drones. Yeah, really, which is um, why they're working the chicken shop or the lab where they don't have to perhaps know too much or be too advanced. They can just do what they're told. Sure, but that's also something I uh, maybe I just didn't like get it. Was uh, the the scientist guy the real Fontaine? Was yes. he trying to turn everyone white, or was he just trying to make everyone mixed, basically? Uh, it's a long process, but the way I saw it, he was trying to eventually make everyone white. Because if everyone's white, there won't be no white-on-black crime. No white cops can shoot a black kid and let it bleed out on the street. Sure, yeah. Yeah, that was his, that was his whole thing. That was his um, ultimate goal. But then I'm wondering, like, wouldn't it, like, because... Uh, wouldn't it be more, uh, m- more betterer? Effective, more effective to make everyone brown. You know, a mix, make them mocha, <laughs> mulatto. You to, if you can say that, then Sorry. you have to. <laughs> then you have to target everyone, and now he just has to target black people. Right. So he he wants to target the uh, the pr- the problem areas. <laughs> His own people, which is. Weirdly, it's also I think maybe the only way you could convince the government to pay for his experiments. That's what I'm thinking too. Yeah, because the government is white people. They're like, oh yeah, yeah we'll turn them white, of course. Sure, but they don't want to turn white people black. No, exactly. Hello, but and they'll be fine with turning black people white. And that is a very that's very black exploitation, and, yes. and I'm fine with that because it's like a caricature. I'm fine yes. with caricatures. Uh, white people are always like, like. Evil mad scientists in black oh, yes. si- in black black exploitation movies, and so I was fine with that. Um, uh, it was it was just you know it was um, it was a rest. It was like, what are you really trying to say about <laughs> black culture? <laughs> you know, I um, do get the feeling that that like I think a lot of people are reading a little bit too much into the the cultural aspects. A lot of it is probably just exaggerated for the fun of it. Okay, maybe yeah. Um, yeah, because there there is a lot of, like <laughs> when everyone's sitting in the chicken shop, and they all. I mean, 
they all start, you know, doing the 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 big laugh. You hear the music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They are start. They all start speaking. Is it? No, I'm not gonna even say. It. Using all the slang. Yes. Um, it's just like this is this is th- th- it was like this is racist. <laughs> Luckily, it's a black guy who did it, so it's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, but it but was, I think I, that part is is exaggerated to be kind yes, of racist because of we're supposed to be like white wait, people. Are white this people is what white making? People think. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is this is this what white people see when they're but, exaggerating? But still, that like was that? just like Ooh. <laughs> it was I mean, so over the top. As as someone who grew up on the internet, every time they use certain words, I was like. Are we allowed to f- find that funny? Am I <laughs> oh, allowed to laugh? I'm f- I'm fine with that. I, I know I, I can because no it's a movie that made it. Like, that. like they made the movie to be funny. Obviously, yeah. sure they're talking about serious subjects as well, but they're doing it in a, a lighthearted and funny way with a mystery behind it all. They're not trying to make. Um, they're not trying to like force white guilt on people. No, sure. And regarding the word, the, the word, I'm guessing you mean the N word. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm totally fine. I'm not going to use it myself. No. Uh, first, because I don't want to, and also there's I don't no want to get into it. Really, there's no point. I don't want to get in that kind of trouble. But no. I, have, I have no problem with people using it for for comedic effect or whatever. I don't, I don't care. It's just no, fun. but it was just certain points. Where I was like, Jesus Christ, they're trying <laughs> to make me, but they're not. Like, I felt like, am I allowed? But no, I am. I am. I just had to, like, step back. You're watching black actors saying the word. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Jamie Foxx, every single time he used it was hilarious, though. Yeah. Yeah, he can he can really deliver a line. Yeah, yes. He's great in this movie. My God. Yeah. Uh, but I guess it that's was- really... That's really all the negatives I, I I have about this movie. Um, oh, and also, and also, where I think that comes from, because I, yeah, I wanted to spin further on, where I think, like, the message gets a little lost, or I'm not really sure what they were trying to say. I mean, the big picture, yeah, but, like, the, the details, I was like, um, yeah. I'm not really sure if that works. How deep is this? Yeah, it's kind of funny, because have you looked into Joel Taylor? Uh, the the director and writer. No. Um, he's kind of new. I think this is his first. Uh, this is his first. His uh, first full movie. length direct for yeah. directing at least. But did you see what else he wrote? He wrote like I f- I saw like uh, Space Jam and Creed two. Yeah, That's Creed two. That I, Creed II, I don't know anything about because I haven't seen it. I I I I thought Creed one was. Good enough. I didn't want to ruin it with with a bunch of dumb sequels. So I don't, I don't know. Maybe I it's great. haven't I don't know. finished Creed one even. Oh really? It's a <laughs> great movie. Kind of struggled. Oh okay. It's a great movie. Anyway, um, but he was involved in yeah in writing <laughs> Space Jam two, which is like yikes. Uh, um, yeah. And then it says additional. But he was crew, one of I've... what like what five or something. Yeah, I guess. Oh oh, and I thought he was writing on. The new Transformers movie, but he was just additional crew, whatever that yeah. means. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, he was involved in story for oh. Space Jam oh, and cool. screenplay. Right. But, but what is... along with um, five other people. Aha! Transformers, Rise of the Beast, uh, um, additional crew. He was, he was part of the additional literary material, so he was involved in writing some of the stuff. And Oh, yeah, I mean, I'm guessing that maybe they brought him in to change some dialogue or something. I don't know. Michael Bay yeah. wanted to sound more black or something. I don't know. 
Isn't isn't uh I can't even find it on his IMDb. At the Which moment. one? Uh, Transformers. Yeah, I wanted to click it that way instead of Google searching for it. Um, oh, there it is. I haven't seen that one. That's the new one, right? No, it's the new one. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Is so- oh yeah, Anthony Ramos plays the the main character. Yeah, I I haven't seen this one. I didn't see the Bumblebee movie either. I saw um, the Bumblebee movie. This I saw the I saw the fifth one, like in defiance. Like, no, I am gonna watch it. I hate it, but I'm gonna watch it anyway. The, the <laughs> night Nightfall or whatever it was called, the Night's Tale, whatever. I don't even remember that one. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, it was kind of funny that you know he wrote this. He wrote this pretty you know pretty good movie. Like like interesting interesting take on the black exploitation genre and you know social commentary and all that. Well, you're but talking about like, they clone Tyrone, right? Yeah, they clone Tyrone. But Tyrone. Then, Tyrone. But then it was just like, oh, but he also wrote Space Jam too. Ew. <laughs> and he, yeah, he, but he, he was in the writers' room for Transformers. Ew. I'm guessing he had way more um, freedom of in They Clone Tyrone because it's him and one other person. Sure, yes. While in the other two, there's like six or seven people in total. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not holding it against him, but I am holding it against him a little bit because he's like, oh, you wrote, you worked on a Transformers movie. <laughs> I'm not sure I can take you seriously. <laughs> and oh. it was just and. Hey, hey, that's just me being, uh, being, um, uh, uh, shit, what's it called? Not specifically racist, but you're presumptuous? Yeah, presumptuous, yeah. Yeah. Um, just thinking, like, someone who works on a, on a, on a, uh, Transformers movie can't possibly make a good movie, for real. Something <laughs> must be wrong, you know? Uh, but yeah, there's a little bit of that. I mean, um, the guy who did help write, um, um, uh, They Clone Tyrone also worked on Space Jam and... Uh, oh, Transformers no. Beasts. Okay, movie. so maybe oh, they're maybe maybe they're like a writing uh, uh, pair. Maybe they just it. like, you know what? We we bounce off each other well. Let's just keep going. Yeah, sure, sure. Joel Taylor just brings on the 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 big subjects, and maybe the the other guy Tony Rettenmeyer, uh like th- uh, refines it or something. I don't know, or the opposite. Yeah, hey, maybe work for this one. Yeah. Because, honestly, yes, the script is fantastic. I mean, I'm, I'm guessing directing these actors wasn't too hard because they're very good actors. Yeah. So perhaps that saved it a lot because I don't know if... He hasn't directed anything else really, no. right? Uh, shorts. Like, shorts and stuff. Yeah. So we, we can't really see if um, if his skill as a director is that good yet. No. because In this yeah. one it worked, but... Uh, probably had a lot to do with very good actors we'll have to wait for the next one to see like oh no exactly he's yeah he's good again okay um, he's done shorts and uh, a couple of like TV episodes or something yeah but the I am anonymous huh you get a, a film up? adaptation actors anonymous he did direct that one but he's not alone i think that's like an, antholo- an anthology yeah so thing, he, maybe? he directed like a segment probably yeah, yeah i think so at least um i am i i i hope though this is uh, successful enough you never know though when when netflix buys it up and you know it kind of cuz i mean no i mean sure, i'm sure someone has talked it's not that no one has talked about it but i mean this wasn't like a big release which happens no. sometimes with um 
with Netflix movies. We talked about that um, in a Patreon episode when we talked about Paddleton, our companion piece to uh, On the Count of Three, right? Yes. The Jerome Michael movie. Yeah. Um, how And how Paddleton, great, great little movie about friendship and death, um, just got completely buried in the ocean of content, as they call it. Um, yes. on Netflix and uh, this I, you know some this trailers this is most were... likely gonna be that way too unfortunately unfortunately yeah because you know it's it's not everything gets buried on fucking Netflix yeah I mean yeah sure you see like a few posters or um, if you follow any like movie accounts on Instagram or Twitter you'll get like commercials or ads for Netflix yeah. sometimes so I've, I'd seen the poster for this one, same as I'd seen the poster for uh, uh, what's the Gal Gadot movie. Um, oh, Heart of Stone, yeah. Yeah, but I, as soon as I open Netflix, I get nothing of that on my Netflix. I get whatever I've searched for before, whatever matches my previous searches. I don't get the new movies popping up as much. No, I did get Heart of Stone because I was like... Yeah, but it of, might it's, match it's a... what you've searched for before, though. Maybe, yeah. In, in like, subject or, or genre or something. But, I mean, th- that was actually, like, uh, they they put posters up in, 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 the, in the subway for, here in Sweden oh. for Heart of Stone, yeah. I that, didn't that was that was a big that's a big push because it's an expensive movie and they they made sure. it. This I think Netflix just bought the rights to this movie. I don't think they actually Probably. produced it. I don't think so. At least I'm not sure. Maybe they did. But still, yeah, this kind of came and went. It feels like a little bit. Unfortunately, that's, yeah, that sucks. I mean, it's just, it's it's starring Oscar winners, Jamie Foxx, exactly. You know? And John Boyega, you know, Mr. Star Wars, even though he doesn't really <laughs> want to be recognized as the Star Wars guy anymore. But still. Um, and it's, it, it kind of disappeared. I mean, I saw a trailer on YouTube a few weeks ago or, or a month or two ago. And then, bup, that's it. Yeah. What, uh, yeah, I've seen, I've seen like a few what snippets happens? here and there or like a post or something. But I haven't like, oh, wait. I haven't gonna... seen reviews. I haven't seen trailers. Yeah, uh, let's see. Are they clone Tyrone? I'm gonna look for it on uh, YouTube. Uh, of course, the trailer I get comes mostly up. of like Netflix's own push, yeah. which is like interviews and bloopers and stuff. Yes, we have a Netflix behind the streams has an interview with yeah. uh, Joel Taylor. There's some bloopers, more. Trailers. They even made. I I saw one that they made. Uh, they made John Boyega having an interview with his character Fontaine. So like they're oh, both really? they're both there on the screen at the same time. <laughs> oh as if, yeah, you know one of them's a clone. Oh, and they they made a <laughs> they made a between two ferns joke between two clones. Yeah, um, but there's almost. Uh, uh, I didn't get any of the big channels reviewing it. No, there's nothing. There's I some... get like a bunch of random smaller ones. Yeah, small, and something, but, you know, and all smaller. These, all these damn react channels. But maybe that's just reacting to. No, yeah, or everyone writing thing. ending explained. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I, I barely get any of that either. I saw a few. Yeah. Um. No one reviewed this movie. Basically, that's what I mean. It was kind of buried. Yeah. The only one I saw, like where it came up here, uh, Joe Budden, um, fa- famous uh, uh, black person. <laughs> I think he worked in radio. I don't. I'm not sure actually. But he, he, he says, I absolutely hated this movie. Okay. Well, okay. Or is uh, that just clickbait? I don't know. It's five minutes long. I'm not going to watch it. I don't care about <laughs> Joe Button. He was cool like 10 years ago. I don't even ago. know who it is. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I think he was like a radio profile guy. 
Oh, hold on. I, I gotta look this up because I know I know people talked about him. He was famous, or I guess he is famous. Hold on, Joe Budden. Or am I am I mixing him up with someone else? Sorry for being racist. Then <laughs> Joe well, I mix Budden. Up everyone. <laughs> I was joking. I, 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 I don't consider myself. Oh, whatever. Um, no, he started out as an as an uh, uh, a musician, a rapper. Okay. Oh, he was in the hip hop supergroup Slaughterhouse. Right, he retired from rap and became found success as a broadcaster. Right, in 2018, that's where I knew him from. Right, so I, he's been on radio. He's done stuff for Complex. You know the 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 I don't know what you call that fashion brand. Uh-huh. You, know, you know Complex? Okay, they do like uh-huh. sneakers. They they produced hot ones. I think they still might. Produce hot ones, yeah, whatever. They're like yeah, a yeah. fashion, then I suppose. Yeah, lifestyle, you know, yeah. brand. Um, but then he has the Joe Budden podcast, and I think, uh, uh, yeah, exactly. That's that's where the clip is from. I absolutely oh. hated the Clone Toronto. Let's see if anyone says, "Oh no, yeah." And this kind of I knew I knew he was kind of you know um, the kind of person, like, went against, he turned his coat against the wind, or whatever you say, I don't know, I say it in the English. I know what you mean. He swims <laughs> upstream, because yes. uh, all the, all not all the comments, but the top comments are, uh, this movie, or movie went way over Joe's head. The next one is, I hate that Joe is actually putting down a good movie, shaking my head. The next one is, I disagree, the writing was phenomenal, and the execution was on point. This could have He been just has been- to... Say that it's bad because, yeah. like, hey, I'm to, a black person. I hate this movie. Yeah, yeah. To make a rea- get a reaction out of people, I, probably because I know he kind of did that before. Uh. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of people on YouTube who do that, whether they're black or white, regarding yeah, yeah, whatever. I know, but it always it always comes off kind of like, yeah, I can tell that you you can tell when it's not genuine. you hating it yeah. this way, or like, sure, you might not love it, but the way you're expressing yourself is exaggerated, and it's. It's very um, transparent. <laughs> oh, here's someone who's mentioning, like I said, I'm not going to watch the video, but they maybe had a problem with them using the name Tyrone. Because the, the, the comment is, I like the movie. It actually was more entertaining than I thought it was going to be. I definitely think it's some truth. It has some truth to it, too. It had a lot of symbolism, of course. We talked about that. Yeah, Joe. It had a, it had a little symbolism. Joe, which speaks directly <laughs> to him. So there's a reason they use the name Tyrone. So maybe he thought that was like racist. I just thought like because Tyrone they is, use it's, it's one of those you know when, stereotypical you know, names. Well, yeah, when you want to make a, a you know a, 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 an insensitive black joke, you call the guy Tyrone. You know. Hey, I just Tyrone's, thought it, it Tyrone's going to come tongue. over and fuck your white wife, you know, that kind of thing. Oh. Yeah. I just, I mean, it, it, I thought it just worked phonetically with they clone Tyrone. It, it, yeah, of course. That's why they almost. used it. But it's also part of the whole uh, white people stereotyping black people. Oh. Like everyone, oh, they're all called Tyrone. Tyrone, you know, Biggums or, you know, Johnson, yeah, whatever. Yeah, no, slave names, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe he had problems with that, but, but yeah, then, then, then completely missing the point that they're using it ironically. Exactly. Because uh. you know what? Main character's not even there. Is yeah. It took me a while. I was like, where is Tyrone? Who's I? I for the longest because they always called him Fontaine. So I was like, oh, so he's called Tyrone Fontaine. But no. yeah, I was like, maybe, maybe. But no. no, no. Then we get it. At the end, we finally get it. 
There is another Fontaine clone in uh, California, but he's called Tyrone. And they yeah. say, hey, Tyrone, ain't that you on the TV? It's like, oh! <laughs> yes. That was the last scene. That was good. That was funny. That was really fun. Like, uh, I want to call it an Easter egg almost, but it was, it's not. It was almost like one. a. It was almost like a. Uh, it was almost like a stand-up joke, like a like yeah. a setup, uh, and, and then the payoff. Like, oh, there it is. Hey, exactly. It was, it was yeah. almost, or like a callback. <laughs> no, I liked it. That was funny. You know what? A few people are pointing out on Letterboxd that this technically premiered uh, around the same same time as Barbie and Oppenheimer. Oh, which okay. was not very well timed. No, then because it will get a little bit. Um, uh, buried underneath the Barbenheimer. Yeah, but that's uh, the thing, though. With phenomenon, I suppose. Yeah, but that's the thing with Netflix. Like, they don't have to care about like premieres and oh, we have to make our money back in the first weekend. You know, whatever. They no, could, that's they true. Could, they could promote it now if they wanted to. The movie's still yes, there, but they don't. They that's don't. the thing, though. Yeah, they only promote things the premiering weekend, and unfortunately, they did that while Barbie and Oppenheimer had this big brawl on the. On the silver it was screen, every, like, literally. It was, it was everything people talked about. Yeah, Barbie. Yeah. yeah. Bad move. Yes, very bad. They could have even... Honestly, as Netflix is a streaming site, they probably would not have lost or gained any money, or, like, lost any money from just postponing it a week or something. Yeah, exactly. And dropping and it they early August like, instead of late July. Yeah. yeah. And then they could have, like... Because as much as Oppenheimer... And Barbie are still talking points. It's not Barbie Heimer anymore. No. It's just people talking about, oh, did you watch the movie? Did you like it? We've moved on a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So if they released it now and promoted it as heavily as they did the, the Stone Heart thing. Yeah. And let me Heart tell of Stone. you, uh, that movie sucked ass. I oh, watched I can it. imagine. Yeah. It was terrible. It's a movie about imagine. an AI that can like help agents predict crimes. A little bit of Minority what? Report. Um, but yeah. it, it it was so flat and boring and dumb that it felt like it was written by an AI. <laughs> oh, yeah. I saw other people making that comment. Yeah, yeah. I mean, literally, it was like, oh, let's just input everything we've seen in others, uh, Mission Impossible and James Bond movies. Like, this is just that. It's a copy. Yeah. They cloned all the other uh, secret agent movies. They just took the best parts and put it into one. Yeah, and made it bland and Not even boring. the best parts, but, you know. Yeah. Parts. Sucked ass. So, yeah, they should have <laughs> put all their money on promoting They Clone Tyrone instead. Much better movie. Much more like socially said, engaging. You know? They still could, but they're not gonna because they're, they're not dumb. Gonna. Yeah, they make so much money, but they're like, nah, we're not gonna spend any more money on this. Oh, I just remembered one of my favorite things in this entire movie. Oh, do you remember, um, I think it's in, uh, I don't remember if it's in GTA 5 or San Andreas, uh-huh. but the, the very famous meme uh, line, oh shit, oh. here we go again. Oh, that's, uh, that's San Andreas, <laughs> they, yeah. That's right, yeah. The, the, they, the they moment you get. They said it. Yeah. Oh, they do? <laughs> they say it and they clone their own. One morning, he's like, ah oh, shit, here we go again. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I was like, oh, yes. Shit. Roland Heights Baller Country. That's, you know, yeah, when you first get control of, of yeah. CJ, that's what he says. Ah, oh, shit, here we go again. Yeah. And I think this is the second time he woke, wakes up as a clone or something. So he's like, you know, he's he's not in control anymore, technically. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> and 
that's one thing. That thing I said they should have changed this or removed it, and the movie would have been almost perfect. After he gets shot, and he wakes yeah. up, um, he sees what we think is him walking down the street, bleeding from his yes. chest. And he's like, "Help yes. me, help me!" And then the black van comes around, picks him up, and he's he disappears. Yeah. Um. Which they, it's a, there's a funny, very funny joke uh, about that in um uh, the show Louie. Uh, well, that's beside the point. Um, they're literally <laughs> like swapping out homeless people in the streets of New York. It's very funny. Anyway. Oh. Um, and he sees it's like because he was almost because you, can, you can't quite see it, but he was like, "Wait, is that is that me?" And then the guy disappears. Yeah. We're guessing that that's the the Fontaine who was shot the night before. Yes. But because of the name and because of the trailer, it's like, when he gets shot and wakes up, we're like, oh, this guy is a clone now. Imagine if the movie started um, uh, with him, you know, waking up, like, <gasps> waking up just like that. Um, kind of do it like a, you know, uh, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, live, die. Uh, a Groundhog Day movie? Yeah, Groundhog Day. Then he wakes up the same way every morning even before he gets yeah, shot yeah. Like, <gasps> he wakes up like that um and the first morning we see him go by the the malt liquor and the the scratch off and the 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 cigarettes he sees that guy and he's like oh it's the just like it's just a crazy bleeding guy like a regular homeless guy on the streets and it's like i recognize that guy kind of looks like and then the black van comes up and picks him up yeah we saw that before and then it would be like what the fuck as like hinting at the the conspiracy, and yeah, after sure. that he would get shot, but the, you know yeah. th- that would that would that would have then and have to be that he has been shot twice in the movie. But you know, um, it, it it gave it away a little too much. Yes, at the same time though, it confuses you because even though they mention clones in the title, they just the title being they clone Tyrone, and we don't know who Tyrone is. Kind of throws you off, though, because you're like, but are they cloning people or just cloning one person? Or is well, this... Be- before Tyrone, the, the guy in the end, turns up, I, I was... Uh, after I found out that he's not called Tyrone Fontaine, I I just thought that they, they, they picked that name because it's a stereotypical black name, and it kind of rhymes with cloned. Yeah. So it's like, ah, it's just a witty title. But oh, then you, literally... didn't, you didn't think that was going to be a character? No, but then it turns out it literally was a Tyrone in the end. Yeah. Cloned. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, so... Because I thought that would be a character that showed up. I was, I kept waiting. Where's this Tyrone dude gonna <laughs> pop up? Which, I mean, he does eventually, but, like, it's I figured literally he would be after part of the... during the credits. Yeah, I thought, I thought he would be, like, part of the main plot. Yeah. Like, part of the main crew or something. But no, he never pops up. No. Or, like, that... The, uh, eventually, like, the, um... Uh, the original, the, the scientist version of Fontaine would be like, oh, but I'm Tyrone. Right? I am Tyrone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> not that's like racist. That. That no, I'm sense. literally called Tyrone. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's not racist. Well, he My would, black like, mother address... named me Tyrone. Or maybe like he would address Fontaine as like, but like, ask us and call him Tyrone because he is Tyrone or whatever. Like, no, no. I thought it would be more of an, a central part, but it's not. Nope. It was a so joke. I, I it was yeah, it was just a joke. It wasn't even like a misdirect. It was just a joke. Yeah. I thought it was funny. Yeah, no, it was funny. That's also another good waiting. thing, by the way. Uh we spoke when he talks to the original Fontaine. Um 
that is like a big exposition dump, but it's not really that long. It's like five minutes, no. maybe. Yeah. And there's one other scene of exposition when they first meet Lincoln, uh, Kiefer Sutherland's character in the street. Nixon? That's <coughs> oh, sorry, Nixon. I know there was there was a president involved. That's literally <laughs> it for exposition. The rest is just mystery uh, un, un, um, unraveling before unraveling. Them. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> that is though where the big plot hole kind of comes in with Nixon. Oh, yeah? When he um, uh, he he gets everyone to uh, chase Fontaine, Slick, and Yo-Yo. Yeah. And then he stops them and he even uses the, the, the command word that I completely forgot. Oh, uh, something... Lacophilia or something? No, something mountain. Oh, uh, whatever. Yeah. That, you know, that thing. Why does he let them go? Yes, I was going to say that. And that's why like he, he says, he I should have killed you the first time, he says. Yeah, like he mentions that they're expensive as fuck. <coughs> yeah, but they, sure. they, they they know too much. Exactly. Why would you let by, them go? By that point, they are obviously uh, uh, risking the operation here. So even though they're expensive, <coughs> maybe at least take them in. Yeah, like he does later with Yo-Yo. Yeah. Why? Why not bring them? Because then the movie wouldn't continue. Yeah, exactly. He scares scares them into not caring about it, which which they do. They're like, "Fuck it, it's not our problem anymore." But Yo-Yo keeps going at it. Then he grabs her. Yeah, it's that's true. It is. It works, but it's a bit of a plot hole. (laughs) It is a plot hole, but it works for the story's sake. Yeah. Yeah. Someone, I I only watched like a couple of shorts on YouTube because I didn't. I didn't want to watch like full in full reviews because they were all so long. Someone's like, "Yeah, that entire plot hole kind of ruins the entire movie." It's like, no, it doesn't. doesn't ruin the movie. <clears throat> it, doesn't, it doesn't ruin the movie. At the at the moment, I didn't think it was a problem. It was after when I started thinking about it. That I was like, "Oh, yeah." Well, that's kind of dumb. But whatever. Yeah. It is. It is a plot hole, but it's it's not enough to ruin the movie. No, far from not. <clears throat> um. <clears throat> I think that's a good place to round it off, round it off though. Yeah. All in all, it's it's a it's a it's a very well-made movie. Yeah. It's entertaining, it's funny, it's it's engaging because you kept thinking what's going to happen next? Where yes. is that where did that person go? There's a lot of like if you watch it again probably. I haven't done it yet. I've only watched it once so far. Yeah. But if you watch it again, you're going to mo- notice more and more details around like Easter eggs or like just like people I, I watched a short interview with uh with the director where he mentioned like one character specifically. If you like look at her and keep her keep your eyes out for her, you'll find that she's uh she's the girl who steps out of the car when the in the beginning they're like uh, trying to sell CDs by the the, uh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. store. Um, she's also then the person who is being experimented <laughs> on on in the underground that like clockwork orange style thing mm-hmm. with the eyes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You can also see like missing posters of her okay. around, and then in the end, when the um, they're all above ground again, you see her being reunited with like a family member or a friend or something. Okay. Like you can you can see other characters being involved and uh, affected of this specifically, yeah. like not just oh the community as a whole, but like specific characters. Yeah. So I bet there's a bunch of other ones if you actually keep watching the movie mm-hmm. and and watch it over and over. Yeah, and this definitely has replay value because it is. Oh yeah, it's not just like oh, it's a cool story, but nah, I've seen it now. 
You know, there's those movies. Like, There Will Be Blood. It's an amazing yes. movie. I think I've seen it three times in my life. I never want to see it again, basically. <laughs> <clears throat> but this one, first, and it, it hits the trifecta. It's, first of all, entertaining. Yes. So you can come back. To, it's very funny. I laughed out loud a lot. Yes. It's, it's exciting. Oh, yeah. And it actually draws you in with a good story. It has a point. Yeah. Um, so it, it is really what, what every, what every like blockbuster should be because nowadays I'm, we're not, I'm not going to go into rants. We've talked about it before, <laughs> but nowadays, uh, the big mainstream movies, we see the blockbusters, the Marvel movies and the Star Wars movies and all that. They're all just, they're all just white noise. There's just junk. Yeah. Sure. They have their plot and the different movies come together, but what are they, <clears throat> what are they? really about other than entertainment. Yeah, this one was entertainment with substance. Yes. And something you would say like, oh, well, sometimes you just want entertainment. Yeah, sure. Sure, but you can but- watch this too because you don't have to focus on the substance. You could just watch it for the entertainment as well. Exactly. So isn't it's it just a both. plus when entertainment also has substance? Yeah. yeah, of course. Isn't that what we should strive for? Obviously. Obviously. So, hey, instead of going to watch Blue Beetle or the Marvels, <laughs> when I, I think that's coming out soon, how about uh, you stay probably. home and watch They Clone Tyrone, a movie that is equally as good, I say, without having seen those movies, but still. And it also probably. Has a, yeah, it also has a point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and if you're white, you can say, well, I watch black culture movies as well. <laughs> I'm woke. That's an extra point. Yeah, that's a brownie sure. point for you if you're white. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, <laughs> that's going to have to be it. Yes. Um, thank you so much for listening, if you're still listening. And like we said at the beginning, check us out on patreon.com slash don't make a scene if you want to listen to us talk even more about movies. And uh, the companion piece this time, which is coming out in a couple of days after releasing this, um, is going to be we're going to watch... Um, one of my favorite black exploitation movies, Three the Hard Way, like I mentioned before. Yeah. Um, which has a similar vibe to this. So it's gonna it's gonna be fun, because I think it's like the first proper black exploitation movie you've seen. Most likely. Yeah. Yes. That's gonna be fun. See what you think of it. <laughs> but that's for Patreon, so check it out. Patreon.com slash don't make a scene. Uh, but other than that, once again, thanks so much for listening. We'll see you in the next episode, but until then, have a good one. Bye! Bye. The Spoilercast is part of Please Don't Make a Scene. It's produced and directed by Tobias Vedin and hosted by Tobias and Rebecca Vedin. Executive producer is Annika Vedin. I also want to give a huge shout out to all our patrons over on patreon.com slash don't make a scene. Daniel Geisel, Christopher Billion, Laura Kinney, Mom, Dad, and CK85. 